the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. John McCain's final journey from his Arizona ranch ending on a grassy hill at the U.S. Naval Academy within view of the Servant River. An earshot of midshipmen present and future. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports President Trump and big tech companies are squabbling over claims of political bias. Ahead of a congressional testimony this week. The president accuses Google and other companies of suppressing conservative media voices and hiding good news about the Trump White House. And his administration is taking a look at whether Google searches should be subject to some regulation. Google defends itself, saying it never ranks search results to manipulate political sentiment. The president warns that Google, Twitter and Facebook are treading on very troubled territory. This week, representatives from those three tech companies will be on Capitol Hill to talk about censorship and election interference. Greg Clugston, Washington. This is SRN News. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280 The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Don't turn that dial. We have another hour with the closer, Brad Carlson. It's the Narn Radio Network, making weekend radio great again. You can listen to your favorite Patriot programs like the Narn on our Facebook page. And while you're there, why don't you give us a like? Find the link at am1280thepatriot.com. Here's an updated look at your weather. High of 79, chance of showers throughout the day. Tonight, a low of 64, mostly cloudy, then patchy fog. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. Step right up. Step right up. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the great Minnesota get-together. Now, here's the closer, Brad Carlson. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, hour number two of our final State Fair broadcast, at least my final State Fair broadcast of 2018, live from the great Minnesota get-together, corner of Underwood Street and Murphy Avenue, right next door to the big orange Home Depot building, a couple buildings down from Sweet Martha's Cookies, and like I said, uh, cell phone charging station, full-service operation, and I I was uh, neglecting and mentioning brand-new bathroom facilities, too. I mean, uh, you know I'm getting older when I get most excited about that. I am very fired up about it, but... Full-service operation here, like I said, and the uh, cavalcade of guests continues as longtime friend of the broadcast, Karen Housley, joins us. Uh, Karen wears many hats as far as I'm concerned. Not only is she a U.S. Senate candidate uh, opposing Tina Smith for the seat vacated by Al Franken, she's also a uh, small business owner, my mom's personal realtor, (laughs) proud mom of four, a proud grandma of two, and uh, wife of a Hall of Famer. So you wear many hats, Karen Housley. Good to see you. state senator. That's right. Well, how could we neglect that? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm just, I'm making sure you got it all in there. Well, someone heard me call you senator last week, and someone said, isn't that a little premature? I'm like, what? It's factually true. It's a state senator, but she's a senator. But uh, Karen, always good to see you. Welcome back. Good to see you, too. Thanks for having me. When do you you sleep? I see on social media constantly all these appearances and venues out there working the campaign and yet you're here and bright-eyed and ready to go it's amazing well we have a lot of work to do there's only 65 days left and i have to get my message everywhere we are polls are so close this is a toss-up race so i have to get everywhere so that we can sleep on november 7th that's right that's <laughs> right at, at least november 7th and then uh you yeah know, and then you're and then i gotta go to 
U.S. Senator School. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like. Yeah, you got your calendar plan out. That is for certain. So uh, this is day eleven of twelve at the State Fair, and uh, you'll be here uh, most of today, I'm assuming, and, and tomorrow most as well, Karen. It's so funny. This is almost like two days because just today, because this morning was a complete different day than this afternoon. Is it was. Just torrential downpour oh, here, and it. now it's beautiful and sunny, and I didn't bring my sunglasses because it was pouring. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm here the rest of the, uh, and I have been here the whole fair. Fantastic, and your booth is located on Cosgrove Avenue? Uh... Cosgrove and right, right across from the 4-H building. Okay, well then there's no excuse, folks. Go ahead, get out there and... Uh... Sign Karin's uh, big board out there. Is there any room for any more signatures? It seemed pretty full up last year. We're going my... around the bend now. We're signing the front of it. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, Karin, obviously the, the objective is this race is certainly to draw uh, your, a distinction between yourself and interim Senator uh, Tina Smith. Hasn't been in there that long, so it's uh, certainly a great opportunity for a pickup. Uh, what, have you, first of all, I guess let me ask, have you had an opportunity to engage with uh, Senator Smith one-on-one in any candidate forums yet? Because that would really draw a distinction, I yeah. think, Karin. Um, we did Farm Fest. Okay. Um, so we did that one, and, and Tina sits on the Ag Committee. So um, we, we, we're we different on issues when it comes to agriculture also. so uh, But we are going to have some debates coming up in – I don't – we haven't solidified the date. My people are talking to her people. Of course, yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, we're, we're going to, and you, you really will see a difference, and I, and I welcome those debates because, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a clear choice that Minnesotans have come November 6th, actually starting September 21st. Of course, yeah. Yeah, early voting here. That's right. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, ah, that's another, di- that's another uh, monologue for another day. I'm not, yeah, yeah, don't uh, go in. Yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll leave that one alone. But So now that we're out in the, uh, obviously you're out in the campaign trail, uh, and uh, congratulations again on winning the. You prevailed victorious in the uh, primary, a, a, a healthy victory, and that's when the uh, real work beginnings, uh, begins a sprint to election day. So as you're going out there talking to some of the folks, talking about the issues that are most important to them, what, what are you hearing in particular? Obviously, you're probably hearing a lot about the, the president, given the fact that you are uh, a Republican like the president. You're probably hearing a lot about that. What are some of the main issues that you're hearing about that people are most concerned about, Karen Housley? Um, Health care is still big. I mean, health care is probably the number one issue out there. And um, we've seen here in Minnesota and across the country that Obamacare is a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, the Affordable Care Act turned out to be very unaffordable, and people's health insurance costs have doubled and tripled. And, and even the farmers, like, this was this was their number one issue, is we really? need health care to be affordable. So we've got to, we've got to reform our health care system here. We've got to open it up to the free market and let competition drive the cost down. That's what we really need to do. But that's, that's really on people's minds out there is, is the unaffordable health care. And obviously we, we, uh, we've been talking a lot of this show. Um, uh, this is something that's certainly come to the attention of a lot of uh, folks at the, at the federal level, uh, particularly our, regarding Second Amendment. You even had a former Supreme Court justice uh, saying that we should uh, repeal the, the Second Amendment. You have, con- you have Congress constantly looking at ways of of gun control, which not only would not have prevented the mass shootings that they're addressing, but also violates a lot of due process. You go to a lot of rural areas, Karen Housley, I imagine you're hearing a lot of uh, concerns about uh, Second Amendment gun control issues, right? Um, I'm a big supporter of our Second Amendment. Why know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes, I am. And, uh, yeah, you go out to rural Minnesota, and that that is – health care is still the number one issue, but but, – uh, respecting our Second Amendment also is. I mean, we've got so many, so many hunters and gamers out there that um, it is it is very, very important. And even those who want to protect themselves, so protecting our Second Amendment is extremely important. And we had we had uh, a bill here in the Minnesota Senate to. We really have to focus on mental health, and we have to focus on um, uh, keeping our schools safe. Oh and, yes, no and question. it was so disappointing that Governor Dayton vetoed uh, our, our spending. We had eighty million dollars de- devoted just to mental health and keeping our schools safe, and Governor. Dayton vetoed it. Well, I, I, I'm not, I don't <laughs> want to talk too much about Governor Dayton. That's a state issue, but I think he's kind of uh, taken a victory lap at this point. You know, it just doesn't really seem really engaged. But again, another issue for another day. Again, we're talking with uh, uh, Minnesota State Senator Karen Housley running for U.S. Senate against uh, Interim Senator uh, Tina Smith for the seat vacated by Al Franken. I'm always, I'm always careful not to... I'm always careful I'm, not to say Al Franken's old Senate seat because it's a people seat, Karen Housley. People seat. We get to decide, Karen Housley, who's going to uh, uh, take that seat to come January. So, uh, as a obviously, uh, Tita Smith, she doesn't have much of, of a record other than chief of staff of, of, uh, of the Dayton administration. And some would argue that she was probably driving a lot of the policy behind the Dayton administration. Are you finding if anybody knows anything about her? Because she's got a record out there that could definitely be used against her. Are you finding that people 
really even know much about her? She hasn't been in the Senate that long. Um, no, she hasn't been, and I'm glad you called her interim senator. Somebody said to me the other day they have to re-elect Tina Smith, and I said she has never even been elected. That's an excellent point. Right. Yeah. So, um, no, uh, people, people are tired of uh, career politicians, and Tina Smith has been that. She's been a political operative her whole career for seven years with Governor Dayton, and then before that she was chief of staff for uh, the mayor of Minneapolis, and then she ran Ted Mondale's campaign. So she has been behind the scenes as a political operative for years and years and years. And people, that's the one thing they're tired of because polit- or career politicians aren't getting anything done. And then Tina Smith goes to D.C. and she's not getting anything done. Anything that's good that's put in front of her, she's obstructing it. So, and people are sick and tired of that. They want their elected officials to go to Washington, D.C. and get things done. Now, obviously, we've, uh, there's been a lot of this, particularly in the era of Trump, where we've kind of recognized a, or noticed a divide, particularly when it comes to, uh, in this state in particular, outstate Minnesota, where he dominated in some of these congressional districts, particularly the first and the eighth, that are occupied by Democrat members of Congress. And then you've got the metro area, the metrocrats that are hard left, that are all over this Democrats' violent swing to the, to the left. Uh, so you, ob- you, you obviously have to appeal to all Minnesota voters, Karen Housley. So going into the metro areas, going into some of these voters that are definitely not traditional Republicans, how is your message resonating? Uh, you know, it's resonating great uh, because what the president said he was going to do, he's done and it's working. Uh, lowest unemployment in 18 years. People are keeping more of their hard-earned dollars in their pocket and people are feeling it. So sticking to the, the policies, I, I really do support the president's policies and they're working. So it, there's not a message there that's, that's wrong. And I understand uh, how some people dislike his style and that's okay too. But I'm in that camp. I get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah. I, and it's a lot of the suburban women out there. And that's, that's the key to let them know that it's okay. It's okay to vote for me because I am not the president. Right, right. Um, and I am a, a, a mom, a four, a grandmother, a small business owner. And I'd like to stick to the fiscal policies here, too, that are working. Yeah, absolutely. And I imagine there's a lot of, probably a lot of begrudging agreement that uh, some of these policies, as you alluded to, low unemployment rate, Obviously, we still have some concerns here regarding the taxes because the state failed to, uh, or the governor failed to sign the tax conformity bill. The state, you all, you all in the legislature did your work, Karen Owsley, but uh, so there's obviously a lot of concerns there. But I imagine a lot of begrudging agreements. Certainly, uh, uh, you know, the war on uh, terror has been a long-standing thing for over a decade, and that's something that say what you want about this president takes it more seriously. Definitely uh, more aggressive in that standpoint. Uh, are you watching some of the major issues that have been cropping up in the Senate, particularly, obviously, the divide in the Senate over Supreme Court justices? The Senate stayed even for, foregone its recess to approve a lot of these uh, federal judicial appointments. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you watching uh, what's going on there and maybe looking at some issues that uh, you, could, you could take there? When sworn in in January, I'm calling Karen Housley. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, no, I am watching them, and it's disappointing to see uh, Tina Smith uh, obstruct again when it came to the appointment nominee of uh, Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court and Tina Smith uh, had a protest rally before he was even announced to say, you know, yeah, she, yeah. she would obstruct him. Even though she goes around saying that she listens to everybody and she listens hard, she didn't even listen one minute to Brett Kavanaugh to find out who he was. But I do think what the president is doing when it comes to one of the issues that is big is uh, the trade agreement. Uh, and mm. he is really... It's, it's nice to see that the issues that the farmers have been pushing for for years and years and years, trade has been unfair for so long, not just this president's administration, but during the Obama, years and years, the farmers have gotten the short end of the t- stick when it comes to um, fair trade. Sure. So now that this issue is at the forefront of this election is, is really good. Uh, it's uncomfortable for the farmers right now. They're willing to, to go through this bumpy ride because they know they will be the ones who benefit the most when there is fair trade. And, and the president, I can't believe that... that it's, 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 I don't know how he does all this stuff, but how he gets everybody to the table, um, even though you hear in the left stream, left, lame media, um, you know, that the farmers are all upset and, and no one's going to be voting for the president. The farmers are being very, very patient, and the president's getting it done now to have Mexico at the table and Canada coming in right. next, and we can put the pressure on China. He's, I mean, he's getting things done. Obviously, one of the things that, I, that I'm uh, mainly concerned with, obviously, is a life issue. Very, very pro-life. Tina Smith, a very high-level position with uh, Planned Parenthood of Minnesota, uh, South Dakota, North Dakota. And, you know, some people have disagreed with me on this, but I'm, I'm curious to know, because you've been around the state, obviously, more than I have, that uh, even amongst rural DFLers, life issue is still a very important issue. Is that something that is getting their attention, that if Tina Smith 
does happen to win this, that you have a very radical pro-abortion right. person in the U.S. Senate? Because that's just not Minnesota Carnell's. And she is a, uh, that is her single issue. Um, and there was even a really great bill that could help our credit, uh, credit uh, unions and our community banks. Mm. And she voted against it because the Hyde Amendment was in there, which has been, you know, in since 1977. But she didn't, she didn't want that. She's a single-issue um, pro-abortion senator, and she will veto or she will vote against any bill that doesn't have her Planned Parenthood stuff in there. So uh, that doesn't resonate well. Doesn't resonate in, in Greater Minnesota. It doesn't resonate in the suburbs. You have to do what's right by everybody, and not just your one single issue. Definitely a very clear contrast being drawn by our guest, Karen Housley, and interim Senator Tina Smith. Karen, we have about thirty seconds to go. Why don't you tell folks where they can go for your website to donate time, resources, whatever, as we make this final uh, nine-week sprint to Election Day. And every dollar that anybody donates to will be going to our ads on the air, either on your radio station or other radio stations, and on the like television. It. Um, yep, Housley for Senate, H-O-U-S-L-E-Y for F-O-R Senate.com, and all the information is there. Sign up for a sign, donate, come help, be in a parade. And if you happen to be out here at the fair today or tomorrow, uh, Karn's booth obviously will still be operational over there in uh, Cosgrove, is it Avenue or Street, Cosgrove Avenue? Cosgrove and Wright. Right, Cosgrove and Wright across from the 4-H building, get all the information you need, and uh, she may be uh, there as well. I know Karn's always very amenable to uh, chatting with the folks, and uh, Answering interview questions, and uh, we'll look forward as this campaign progresses. Once again, the website is houseleyforsenate.com. Karen, always a pleasure. Thanks so much uh, for stopping by. We'll let you get back to uh, your campaign activities here. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me, Brad. See you AM later. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast here from the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. Go nowhere. Take a nothing day Turn to make it all seem worthwhile What a two-girl and you should know it Each plant and every little movement You show it DevicePit.stop pays cash for your devices. iPads, cell phones, and laptops. Bring them in, and our trusted pit crew will give you a fair and honest quote for your device. Don't take risks by selling to strangers. DevicePit.stop pays top dollar. Check out our five Twin Cities locations. Go to DevicePit.stop.com. That's DevicePit.stop.com. Freedom. One nation in all of human history was built on that bedrock. Ours. A republic of the people, by the people, and for the people. Self-government requires freedom just as freedom requires an individual willingness to self-govern. Freedom has made America exceptional, but it can only last as long as you and I seek the good, as expressed by the laws of nature and nature's God. It can only last if you and I choose to act as people of character. Forging character has been the pursuit of Hillsdale College since 1844. Hillsdale College forges character and elevates civic discourse both on campus and nationwide. To find out how you can take their free online courses or receive a complimentary subscription to Imprimus, a monthly speech digest, visit hillsdalefreedom.com. That's hillsdalefreedom.com. We are back and we are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. That's right, Ron. I mean, in one corner, we've got a 175-pound guy, and in the other, a 6,000-ton heavyweight train? Jim, this guy has no idea what he's getting himself into. It's no contest. Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. As we do with all of our customers, Chet's Shoes appreciates and respects the ones who work on and around the railroad tracks daily. Despite their size, trains can be silent and it is often hard to judge their actual speed. Every three hours, a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Along with Operation Lifesaver, Chet's Shoes wants to remind you to stay far away from the tracks and appreciate trains safely. For more information, visit OLI.org. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Visit us at Chet'sShoes.com. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. 
in air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect. Our- proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Ignore your teeth and they will go away. You only have one set of teeth, so keep them. Keep them in good working order with the help of Barnett Family Dentistry in Ramsey. No lectures, just great care. For all the smiles in your family, contact BarnettFamilyDentistry.com. Hey, welcome back. Hey, I'm 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the broadcast live from the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair, the penultimate day of the Minnesota State Fair, and my final live broadcast for the 2018 State Fair. It always goes by real quick, doesn't it? And uh, we uh, want you to be sure to uh, go to our website. I haven't had a chance to promote these events in a bit, but uh, am1280thepatriot.com is the website to go to If you want to find out more information about the Midterm Battleground Talkers Tour, yes, some of your favorite national hosts, which include Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, and Larry Elder, will be in town Thursday, October 25th at the Radisson Blue near the Mall of America. Beautiful hotel, beautiful venue. You want to come out just for that. If you want, they're going to come out and talk about some of the more prominent uh, races to take place here in the midterm election cycle. And obviously, they only pick states where there were prospects for some Republican success, and they deem Minnesota as one of those where you've got congressional districts 1 and 8 that could very possibly flip from Democrat to Republican. You've got, obviously, we were talking to Doug Wardlow, attorney general candidate. Uh, that, that one could go Republican. Uh, our two state Senate or two U.S. Senate candidates, Jim Newberger and Karen Housley, looking to uh, flip those Republican seats. So you definitely want to come out to this event, hear Dennis, Larry, and Michael uh, talk. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner, and check out the tickets. If you just want to come to hear these guys talk, absolutely come on out and check it out. Those tickets are about 25 bucks. If you want to have dinner beforehand, there's also VIP dinner. Uh, the tickets to uh, Larry Elder and Dennis Prager's uh, tables sold out. Those are sold out, but you still have an opportunity to buy a ticket to Michael Medved's table. And the Northern Alliance Radio Network table, we have one ticket remaining. Yes, myself, King Bannon, and Mitch Berg will be hosting the Narn table Again, only one ticket to go, so go to am1280thepatriot.com today and click on the banner. Purchase your tickets. I've told you the last several times we've had events that these events will sell out, and they always sell out. So this isn't just stage talk. These are, go- these are going to sell out, so definitely get there. And we'd love to see you. We want to hang with you and chat with you a little bit. And, of course, we're going to be there to listen to Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and Michael Medved ourselves. It'll be a fun night. Again, go to uh, am1280thepatriot.com, click on the Battleground Talkers Tour, and get your tickets today. So uh, we do have uh, some news from this past week I wanted to get to. We talked a little bit about uh, the uh, uh, Senator McCain, uh, various uh, memorial services. And the one thing uh, I wanted to get to particularly, and obviously if you listen to the show for any length of time, you know that I like to talk specifically uh, about topics where kind of uh, sports and culture and, and politics kind of intersect, and this was a, this was a uh, story that came up this past week. Um, well, first of all, let me, let me take a step back. I'm not a big fan of big-time professional athletes being told to just, you know, shut up and stick to your sport. You know, like you know, LeBron James has been very politically active, and you've had people tell him, hey, you know, just uh, shut up and dribble your basketball. And I'm not a big fan of that for the very simple reason that, like myself, we're you know, he's an American citizen, and obviously they have a right to speak out on issues that, you know, affect this country in which they live in. So I don't, I don't, I don't believe that, regard, that because of your higher class or stature in society, that that somehow precludes you from talking about issues that affect people. Uh, I, I, I've just never understood that mentality. Now, my thing is, you know, you're, they're certainly open to dissent, if you have you know, professional athletes coming out, and you know, obviously one of the more uh, one of the more politically charged aspects is is NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. A lot of people have a lot of things to say about that, and that's perfectly that's perfectly appropriate. But this idea that as long as the NFL and the specific teams allow these players to kneel during the national anthem, you know, obviously you can you can certainly convey your objections to it, but the government doesn't really have word one to say about it, and that's. That's what, and I've said many times, that's what's bothered me most about President Trump's commentary on the NFL players. 
where he basically is is saying, you know, I wish these owners would would fire these players or fine them. I think there should be fines. You know, uh, any member of an executive branch of government or any branch of government shouldn't have word one to say about how private businesses conduct themselves. Just, you know, don't do it. All that having been said, I think it's perfectly appropriate for professional athletes to comment and be as politically active as they so desire. But the exact opposite is also true. I don't think any of these high-profile names are in any obligation to speak out on whatever pet issue you have and so you can hold them up in high esteem and say, well, look at that, uh, look at LeBron James. He, uh, you know, he's a big advocate for a cause which I hold dear. And because he's the biggest name in, in, in professional sports, we need to acquiesce to, to how he believes this problem should be solved. And, I, I, you know, I don't buy that, okay? But nevertheless, that's the kind of the limit of some people's view is because if, if someone endorses their position, well, then that should be good enough for everyone else. And it's not. Okay, we all have a right to our dissent. And I bring all this up because uh, Tiger Woods, uh, who is probably the most recognizable name in golf, was asked this past week about his relationship with Donald Trump. Now, he's known Donald Trump before Trump was president. And this is from an ESPN story. Uh, Woods has played golf with Trump, including after he was elected in 2016, and again last year at Thanksgiving with golfers Dustin Johnson and Brad Faxon. Uh, well, I've known Donald for a number of years, Woods said during a post-round interview at Ridgewood Country Club. We've played golf together. We've had dinner together. I've known him pre-presidency and obviously, uh, no, obviously during his presidency. When pressed about some people being threatened by Trump and his policy, as well as Woods' seemingly uh, friendly relationship with the president, Woods said, well, he's the president of the United States. You have to respect the office. No matter who is in office, you may like, dislike personally, uh, or the politics, but we all must respect the office. Now, again, you, you can argue that Tiger took the path of least resistance there, didn't want to create a lot of controversy, because at the end of the day, you know, he is in a very high-profile sport, and, you know, he is kind of his own brand. And the concern is, you know, whatever products he might be endorsing might take a hit if he endorses one position or the other, like if he's for Trump or, or anti-Trump. You know, because right now it's pretty much the country's evenly divided. So my point is, Tiger is under no obligation to condemn anyone for anything. No obligation whatsoever. It, you know, just like how LeBron James is more well within his rights to, to criticize the president on whatever, the same as Tiger Woods is free to not say anything. You know, there's a freedom to associate, but there's also a freedom to not associate. And, of course, the screaming blowhards on that uh, television show on ESPN, uh, First Take, it's uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith and now Max Kellerman. It used to be uh, Skip Bayless was in that show. He left a few years ago. Now it's Max Kellerman. Um, they basically uh, pitched a fit over it, talking about how Tiger's response was weak. You know, it lacked character. It's just like they are basically saying they're under an obligation to go after the president for some of the things the president has said, some of the inflammatory things the president has said. And it's like, why? For, for what purpose? You know, again, Tiger Woods, for all the notoriety he has, at the end of the day, is a professional golfer, very good golfer. So why is his saying anything supposed to carry more weight? I guess... Because he has a bigger platform and because he has such a big platform, more people will listen to what he has to say. And if he brings attention to issues, things that Trump has broached, then more people will pay attention to it. But honest to God, who's not paying attention to what the President of the United States says, particularly this president, who is unlike any, many presidents before him, you could argue, with the access to social media and the things that he's saying. Okay, everybody's aware, aware of it. And so people should form their own opinions of it. So why do you need this, the, the, the biggest name in golf to come out and, and make some sort of statement? Uh, you know, it, it just doesn't, again, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But again, at the same time, I understand where they're going with this because they're pretty sure that they're backing Tiger into a corner. They want Tiger to come out and make a stand, and then they can use it as a cudgel against him. You know, and this is, this is what these ESPN personalities have done is, you know, you can, you can argue with, with an athlete's 
stance on a particular position, but then sometimes they take it too far. Recently uh, fired ESPN personality Jamel Hill, you remember last year, where she didn't like uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones indicating that his players absolutely positively have to stand during the national anthem, or otherwise there's going to be consequences. And Jamel Hill went and enlisted some of the main sponsors of the Dallas Cowboys. And therefore says, you really want to what, hit them where it hurts. Here are some of these sponsors that work with the Dallas Cowboys. If you people are really upset about this, go after them. Okay, that's kind of, that's kind of crossing the line a little bit. And that's one of the reasons, probably one of the main reasons why Jamel Hill isn't with ESPN anymore. So bottom line is, is that uh, any high-profile professional athlete, actor, whomever, they have every right to be as politically active as they want. They also have every right to not, is what I'm saying here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. The great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair, Underwood Street, Murphy Avenue, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Would you invest $29 to make sure that your basement doesn't flood? Of course you would. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing for their $29 sump pump safety check. They'll put your pump through rigorous testing to make sure it will stand up to Mother Nature. They can also install a pump with a fail-safe battery backup in case of power failure. Call Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber. If there's any delay, it's you they pay. The $29 sump pump safety check ends soon. Call 877-BEN-1776. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book, On the Mountain of the Lord, available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold able to live your dream retirement starts with your decisions today. Learn to develop the skills and confidence to own your financial future with a best-in-class education at Online Trading Academy. We are the world leader in creating traders and investors. Let us help you improve your returns and create income you can use now and in retirement. Call today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's Lucky's with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for Cups from Lucky's Stations. Hey, welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Closing out this week's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming, live from the great Minnesota get-together the Minnesota State Fair. Corner of Underwood Street and Murphy Avenue, north end of the fairgrounds, right next door to the big orange Home Depot building. Stop on by, won't you please? We got a uh, cell phone charging station. Where you can, uh, I, I know there's a lot of social media activity when you're out here at the State Fair, taking a lot of pictures of family members and friends and whatnot. Hey, come charge up your cell phone 
And then after that's done and charged up, go a couple of buildings down to get some Sweet Martha's cookies. Full service operation up here, like I said. So uh, this is a uh, great location. And again, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming. You can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. Excuse me. And our friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He is Saturdays. 1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer. Closing out weekends and uh, closing out uh, fair broadcasts. Yes, tomorrow is the last day of the Minnesota State Fair. And as always, it has been a lot of fun to be here. This has been my eighth year broadcasting, and I've always uh, had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, continuing our discussion, uh, not so much in the previous topic I was talking about, where Tiger Woods was asked about his relationship with uh, President Trump, but more along the lines of sports, politics, and culture uh, intersecting. This was a story that uh, kind of caught my attention. Uh, speaking of NFL players kneeling during the national anthem, uh, an arbitrator is sending Colin Kaepernick's grievance with the NFL to trial, denying the league's request to throw out the quarterback's claims that owners conspired to keep him out of the league because of his protests of social injustice. Kaepernick's lawyer, Mark Garagos, tweeted a picture of tweeted a picture Thursday of a ruling by arbitrator Stephen B. Burbank. The NFL declined a request for comment. Kaepernick, who led the San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl appearance and NFC Championship game in consecutive seasons, um, that was like five and six years ago, so quit acting like this was recent success. Thank you. Uh, (coughs) Argues that owners have colluded to keep him off any NFL roster since he hit free agency in 2017. Burbank's decision means... There was sufficient evidence of collusion to keep Kaepernick's drive going. Now some others, coaches and team exec, now some owners, excuse me, now some owners, coaches and team executives will be called to testify during the season, a situation the league hoped to avoid. Now, my, I guess my question is, how do, you, how do you prove any kind of collusion? How do you prove that owners, and all it takes is just multiple owners, just more than one. Because obviously, if more than one are working in concert, that is your dic- defini- uh, dictionary definition of collusion. So if they're working in concert to keep Kaepernick out of the league, okay, then that's collusion. So I don't know what penalties that holds, no idea, but let's leave that aside for now. How, how, is, this, how is this proven? I mean, are they going to start subpoenaing phone records? It's like, hey, you, uh, Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, I... I uh, saw you called uh, owner Bob McNair of uh, the Houston Texans uh, the other day. What was that conversation about? Are they going to start getting these personal conversations? I mean, I, don't, I mean, the ownership is a pretty exclusive fraternity. You've got 32 individual, actually 31 individual uh, owners of football teams. I mean, h- how do you prove that that was being discussed? And how do you, how do you uh, interpret motive? Now, there are many of these teams that are set at quarterback. There are a good number of teams that say, hey, we like our starting quarterback and we like our backup quarterback and we feel the first two quarterbacks on our roster are better than anything Kaepernick would bring to the table. And I don't think Kaepernick would settle for anything less than a backup spot. I mean, he has he indicated that, yeah, he's willing to be a backup, just earn a chance on the, on the roster. I don't think he'd want to be a third stringer. But then you could argue there's a good number of teams where Kaepernick, Kaepernick would be the most viable option. You know, because it's like, well, he's better than anything they have on their roster right now. And, you know, that, that you could probably make a pretty compelling case. But the fact is that he hasn't played. He didn't play at all last season. He played in 2016, was okay for a terrible team. So that really doesn't tell you anything. So all that aside, how do you interpret motive? How do you say that they are keeping him away because of his protest saying, well, that'll be a distraction to the team? And by the way... Uh, I don't think that that violates any kind of any kind of rules. If a single owner makes a decision, or any member of the hierarchy, you've got your owner, you've got your general manager, whomever else, you've got the head coach. You know, you've got three guys that have to come together on this decision, and they're all going to bring in compelling cases to wh- why or why not. And you're you're rarely going to get all three in concert agreeing on something. I mean, there's may have been situations where teams were willing to take on Kaepernick and take on the distraction, but there was just one dissenting member of say that that uh, three person chain owner, general manager, and head coach were saying, "Nah, I don't I don't think we I don't think we should do this." 
And so if a team makes a decision saying, well, this is going to alienate our fan base, this is going to, as a result, hamper our, our ticket sales, you know, maybe even merchandising, we don't want any part of it. And at the end of the day, the owner looks at this as a business and saying, I didn't get in this business to, to, to lose money, so you know, I, I'm going to take a pass. He's perfectly within his right to do that. And guess what? There are probably multiple owners that think that exact same way. So because they think that exact same way, convey that particular sentiment, is that going in, in, the, in the eyes of a legal mind, is that equal collusion? So again, I, I don't know how they're going to ultimately prove this. You know, are they going to, like I say, subpoena a bunch of documents? You know, say, hey, you, you, you group of 15 owners, you met independently outside of any league meetings. What was this meeting all about? Are you going to try to dissect the meaning of uh, whatever conferences they have? So I, I just don't see where this goes anywhere. And then take, take it a step further. Suppose that some NFL owners are found guilty of, of, of colluding to keep Kaepernick out of the league. What, happened, what, what kind of ramifications happen then? What kind of punishment is levied? I mean, is, is the NFL then obligated to punish these owners, like, saying removing a draft pick, a hefty fine? You know, because there's certain, I don't, I don't see where any, you know, again, as I mentioned ad nauseum on the show, I'm no legal beagle, but I don't understand what the legal system can do to impose, to impose punishment, unless I'm, you know, unless I'm missing something here, unless they can uh, compel uh, some sort of monetary fine. So I ultimately, if if I, I don't see Colin Kaepernick ever playing in the NFL again, and this certainly isn't going to to make his case, and so his only purpose for this is saying I want to avoid, I want to make sure that this is avoided for any other players who choose to protest. And you know what? For that, you could almost understand it, because for for say say whatever you want about Colin Kaepernick, you can say how deluded he is in his particular protests and talking about, you know, social injustices and, and uh, you know, government uh, inappropriate behavior by our government or what he deems inappropriate behavior by our government. You, you know, you can argue whether he, he has, a, uh, has a factual basis to argue that case, but I just choose to look at the merits of the arguments. You know, you, you denigrate this country, but then you're wearing a Fidel Castro T-shirt while you're doing it. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, and then you put on the same moral level, the Castro regime that literally separated families from each other. If a family wanted to, to leave Cuba, if they applied to leave Cuba, you know, they had to apply to leave Cuba, and instantaneously the government cut off their livelihood. And then if they were about to get on a plane and board a plane, there's nothing that says they can't keep the father back, and they say to the, to the mother and her son, you can either go with your... With your, you know, ma'am, you can either go with your husband or you have to get on a plane and go to your America, but your husband stays behind, and who knows if he ever gets behind. Okay? So he put, so he basically said that the things that America is doing is on par with how the Cuban government was, was separating families, which was just utterly asinine. It was dumb. Let's just call it what it was. But again, my point is that he has every right to make that argument, and we have every right to call him out how dumb he is and how it's really really going nowhere. So ultimately, he'll never play in the NFL again, so I just see that as, as his way of kind of, uh, you know, kind of being this, this standard bearer, kind of being the sacrificial lamb, if you will. Hey, I'm never going to play in the NFL again, but I don't want any other player to ever have to go through this again if they chose, choose to kneel during the national anthem. So therefore, we're going to hit these owners, prove that they were colluding as kind of a shot across the bow, so to speak, to say, hey, if you try this stuff again with any other players, you know, you owners, uh, these are going to be the consequences. Kind of trying to set a precedent. So it'll be worth keeping an eye on to see what the what the fallout is from from any legal ruling. And as of right now, uh, the the league and the owners haven't come to an ironclad agreement of what their national anthem policy is. They decided about a couple of months ago that they that players. They have to stand for the national anthem, and if they don't want to, that's fine, but you have to stay in the locker room. And that, ca- that caused a lot of division, and so therefore they scrapped that policy, and now uh, there really is no ironclad policy. And I've always been of the mindset, let the teams decide it for themselves, because 
at the end of the day, each team is its own private enterprise, and they should be able to see fit how they want to how, how they want to enforce this particular policy and just leave the the league completely out of it. But you know, at the beginning of last year, pretty much all these protests were dying down, and it was only only because of President Trump inflaming it again at a rally where he just decided to throw some red meat to his base and say, you know, can you believe these NFL owners? I, if, I, if, I, you know, if I were one of them, I'd say I'd tell a player, you know, get off the field, you're fired. If I saw him kneeling during the national anthem, well, that's just going to stoke the fire even more, and that's just going to ensure that more of them kneel towards it. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, the president hasn't been helpful. In fact, if anything, he served to, to fan the flames in this particular debate. So uh, I, I don't know when, uh, when these particular hearings are going to take place, but like I say, an arbitrator has conceded that they are allowed to go forth and seek some sort of legal proceedings. So I'll be interested to see what kind of ruling is handed down because, you know, whether it's in Kaepernick's favor or, or against, it is going to set one heck of a precedent. That is for certain. Uh, one final segment coming up here in AM 12 to the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, corner of Underwood Street and Murphy Avenue at the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota Stay fair. Uh, I'm getting a little misty, Steve Smith. I'm coming up my final segment of my final stay fair broadcast of 2018. But I'll get through it, I promise. Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Hey, Premier Pool and Spa's having a truckload sale that will save you thousands on your next spa. Hey, take off. Everyone says that. I think I'll just wait and get mine at the fair. Eh? Well, if you want to pay all that overhead for the tubs at the fair, you'll go right ahead. I've been watching the prices for the Arctic Spa, and I can tell you that right now, I can get the largest selection and the biggest discounts. So when I go to the fair, I can concentrate on something else, like oh, the food. Yeah, like the corn dogs and the mini donuts, oh, and anything on a stick. You can also talk to the people at Premier Pool and Spa, who will all be here after the fair is long gone. And you don't have to feel so rushed. Uh, yeah, so maybe the fair is not the best place to buy. Premier Pool and Spa. Hey, they have the tubs right there at their showroom, huh? They have a full showroom with lots to choose from and more in the back and more on the way. So stop by today. Visit Premier Pool and Chan Acid today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? When are they going to get moose on a stick? Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. A.C. Nelson RV World is excited to be a part of the Minnesota State Fair, providing a Patriot RV for Salem Media to broadcast live. There's no better time to save on a new RV or fish house than during A.C. Nelson's end-of-season clearance in Shakopee. Choose from 150 RVs, including Ice Castle and Patriot Ice Cave fish houses. Some trailers convert from camping to ice fishing. This is our biggest clearance of the year. A.C. Nelson RV World, we invite you to be a customer for life. Falling asleep at the wheel again, baby. You're drifting over the line. Hey, welcome back, Ann. Well, the Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
Live from the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. One final segment of today's broadcast day. And for me, my broadcast year at the Minnesota State Fair. Always a blast. Always enjoy being out here. And always enjoy the folks working hard behind the scenes to make this broadcast go. Because I just got to show up with my uh, laptop and talk to a microphone. And we are all set to go. And uh, joining us right now is uh, one of those guys uh, that works behind the scenes to make the magic work. Our uh, operations manager uh, and... Radio show host in his own right, Lee Michaels. Heard on Lee Michaels Live Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on our sister station, AM 980 The Mission. Lee, always good to have you on, sir. How are you? Great to have, uh, have be on your show. Now, I was going to say great to have you here because I, I do appreciate having you out here at the fair. I, I, I love being here, especially, you know, I, I, I can't emphasize it enough. I'm saying it constantly. Hey, Bobby, how are you? We have the uh, cell phone charging station, the brand new restrooms, and the hangers, restaurants, Sweet Martha's. I mean, we've got everything we want up here at the north side. It's great. I, I love it. I said it. Every day this week, those restrooms are the nicest thing they've done at the fair here. <laughs> well, when you get to be guys our age, restrooms are very important. And, uh, you know, so I'm just saying that uh, it's the nice to have. The last one that you could put, like, three people in, and now <laughs> we've got room for everybody. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, now, you've been a radio guy for a number of years here in the uh, in the Twin Cities. How many state fairs have you been to uh, as in a radio guy capacity, Lee Mike? This, I believe, is... State Fair 31, or 30 or 31, because uh, State Fair 88 was my first. Okay, as a radio radios. guy. Yep. Wow, okay. And what stations uh, have you been in all those times? That was at, uh, that one was WLOL. I remember WLOL. We talked a little bit about Heinz and Berglund yep. on your show, because, of course, John Heinz retiring this year. Yeah, so. his last show, I think, was yesterday. I'm not sure if he's out here tomorrow, but I think Friday okay. might have been his last show. And, uh, uh, so, yeah, a couple of radio legends retiring, uh, so to speak, yeah, yeah. out here. So Sushere is off now. That's right, yeah. For, for as much as a uh, curmudgeon and I hate everything, he, uh, he, he, he looked like he got a little verklempt out there. I saw the video of it. He blew yeah. kisses to the crowd, yeah, which for Joe Sussure. So, yeah, now you were, uh, so you're WLOL, and did you ever uh, spin a few records? Uh, I'm old enough to I know did. what that phrase means. Spin a few records yeah, at uh, Cool we, 108 uh, while you're out here? Yeah, yeah Cool 108, we did, uh, I did, I was there for, gosh, seven, seven years, I think. So probably six or seven state fairs with Cool, and used to do uh, one one live appearance of uh, Dan Donovan, the geezer out at the State Fair, he did his original rock and roll show that I used to produce and do with him. I, and he said, I'll, I'll, I'll only go out and do it if you, if you come with me, Lee. <laughs> I don't like crowds. Yeah, so. yeah. Dan, uh, he, he recently left us in the past few yeah, years. He passed away, yep, yep. I, uh, we, uh, Maybe I had, 10 years ago now. I have a little, little connection with Dan. I never, I never met him personally, but my, uh, my younger brother was uh, going to, when he was a uh, younger guy. He was going to be part of the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters program, yep. which Dan was a part of. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Dan actually took my brother to the zoo. Wow. Yeah, yeah as is kind of uh, my brother getting into the program. My brother ultimately wound up with a different uh, Big Brother, you know, yeah. within the program, but Dan took him out to the zoo and uh, yeah, remembers Neat. him fondly just by that one meeting, Lee Michaels. He, so. was a, he was an amazing guy. You know, he worked at WFIL, which is now a Salem owned station really? in okay. Philadelphia. And at that time, it was the premier kind of rock and roll station in the country. He's got stories of hanging out with John Lennon and Paul McCartney, but he worked with the likes of uh, Dick Clark uh, and, and those guys back in the, in the 50s and 60s. And, of course, he was at KSTP and then Cool 108. And a unique thing about him is Dan never wore headphones. He did really? the old Roland Martin, you know, he put the cup, his hand over his ear and crunched down to the microphone in the studio. He had to rig the, rig the monitors so when he turned his mic on, it didn't mute the speakers, but he could keep them low enough to hear, but he didn't, didn't wear headphones in radio, which is really... Strange. Did he have a rationale for that, or did he just out of habit that he was I doing that all those it was, years? I yeah. just think he did it for a long time, didn't okay. like him, and, and so he did. You remember Rowan Martin laughing? Where the, that was the old oh, trick. Oh, sure. You know, if you cup your hand over your ear, it, it, you hear yourself better. Yes, yes. Okay, I am familiar with that, but I like the headphones, so I'm, I do too. I'm good to go with that. So. <laughs> well, I'm old school, but not quite that old school. Now, we, we've got, uh, you know, I promoted a little bit, uh, Lee, our event coming up in, uh, in October. It, well, it's next month already, actually. October 25th, the Battleground Talkers Tour. I see... Uh, tickets are going. We still have a couple of tickets left for the VIP. Less than ten for the I overall think, VIP dinner. So. I think we have four VIP dinner tickets. I, I could probably shout over to Desta and find out. Yeah, I think there's one left at the Narn table. I think the ever you. elusive one ticket left at the yeah, Narn table. And I think Medved's got two tickets left, and I think there's only four for the VIP dinner. Okay, I'm on the site now. Medved has actually four, according to this, and VIP has four as well. Yeah. So less than 10 probably, overall. That was probably updated so. on Friday. Okay, gotcha, So gotcha. We, we could be could be closer. Hopefully today or yesterday that last Narn ticket went. I had a guy who stopped out here who was at the Narn table the last event and uh, loved every minute of it. 
Okay. Well, yeah, it, it, these, these are great events, and we always, we always emphasize on the shows that these will sell out, and it's not just stage talk. They have sold out the VIP dinners the past couple of them, past few of them we've had. So, the, the entire uh, event sold out. Yeah. Uh, the last one, the Elder event, and then uh, yes. this one, we've got more room in this one. We have, I think we have room for maybe 700. Okay. Uh, and I think we're, and typically what happens is all those general admission tickets will start flying out the door in the next week or two. People, kids get back to school, they look at their schedules. And then uh, we'll see a lot of those. So there's still the, the and for twenty bucks. I mean, how can you go wrong? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you, you know, three of the more popular hosts on the uh, on the station: Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and Michael Medved. Uh, absolutely, it's it's going to be a fun event. And then, of course, uh, it's it's kind of been an embarrassment of riches because just a few months ago, the uh, the other national hosts, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, were in town. And then uh, yeah. we had last October. You alluded to Larry's event. Uh, I'm always I always like to brag on that one because that. From day one, it was mentioned to when it actually happened was like six weeks, and it was, it was still really sold out. Unbelievable. Sold out. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, and that's why people ask all the time, well, who's coming out this year? The last couple of years, we haven't had anybody at the fair because all these guys are coming for these other events that have been so important. Yeah. Uh, right. So hopefully next year, it'd be nice to have a couple of the guys get back out at the fair, but... Oh always, yeah, always. It kind of depends on their travel schedule sometimes too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's always it's always a lot of fun to uh, to have them out. That's some of my uh, fondest memories is uh, when uh, Hugh and uh, Generalissimo were out here in 2013, <laughs> and I remember it was 2014 because they had on Jeff Johnson, and Mike McFadden, who were running for governor and U.S. Yeah. senator respectively, and then the after party at uh, James Lilac's estate in Minneapolis, yep. just hanging out with guys like uh, Hugh Hewitt and Generalissimo. John Hinderocker was there. Uh, Manny Loriano. I, I was there. Manny was there. Yeah. Had, I think my wife and I were there too. Oh yep. yeah, fun time. And so that's is. And so I you know, don't make to mean the list make the listeners jealous that's more of an exclusive to <laughs> to the patriot but what i'm trying to say is is that it is the, these guys are just regular guys they love to associate yep. with the listeners and hang out and and chat with them there's no need to whisk them out the back door and stuff them into nope. a private limousine or anything they, they all come they, out and say hey get their pictures taken all yeah. that stuff so uh well Lee, we appreciate your time we only got about a minute to go uh no live programming tomorrow as i understand it nope. uh, so but we'll uh, be out here but you uh, will obviously the broadcast the regular broadcast some sort of broadcast will be uh, taking place here and uh Lee can't thank you and the uh, folks enough for, uh, and on behalf, I'm sure I can speak on behalf of Mitch as well. We love doing these uh, broadcasts at the fair every year and everything that you guys do to make them go. And, uh, well, we you're just, the guys that make it go. Well, we appreciate <laughs> that, but we look at it as we put on headphones and we can talk to guests and we have fun doing it. So we, we, it's a team effort and we love it. We love being a part of oh, it. Thank so you. Thank you guys. So appreciate it. And AM 12A to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up my broadcast. I am done. Look forward to catching you back in the Patriot Bunker next Sunday. For our regularly scheduled broadcast time on AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and Sometimes the bravest thing you can do is ask for help. In this hectic world, it's no wonder so many are left worn out, stressed, and feeling alone. Christian Heart Counseling is listening and specializes in work with adults and couples, teens, and children with a passion for helping you find healing and hope and God's grace. Haven't you waited longer than you should to start the life you want? With six locations in the Twin Cities, there's a location close to you. And Christian Heart Counseling takes all major insurance, including Medicare and MA. Learn more at ChristianHeartCounseling.com help. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? 
And, and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.